I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see Brooksy out there. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you. So I picked him for my one and done, and that obviously paid out pretty well. Um, so I'm not going <clears> to. <throat> I preface that by where I'm going to go from here. Fuck Brooks Kepka. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a fan. I don't care. I do oh, me neither. Good at, I'm not a fan. I, I think he's good at golf. Um, but it's it's my it's my right to have my own opinion. No, not for me. Not for me. It, he's just oh man, he's too fucking much. Like this so, whole let me go ahead. No, you go, you go. You you, you were on a tear. Right. Well, this whole thing that he started with Amanda Renner about like you know, I know what I did wrong at the Masters, and I'm I, I've completely changed everything. Yeah. And I'm gonna listen. What you did at the Masters is you sucked on Sunday, and you also had a wave advantage every single day because of weather, or an advantage due to weather in your wave every single day at the right. Masters. You had you got chased down by John Rahm, who had the shittiest odds whatsoever compared to what he had to deal with in terms of weather. Scotty Scheffler came out of fucking nowhere. He had to deal with the same shit. I also think Augusta is in one of those categories where if you have history playing there, you will play well. Or you can, you you have a much better yeah. chance of playing well. We've seen it with fucking Phil Mickelson at his age. You've seen it with so many guys older that don't compete at other tournaments where they show up at Augusta. It is a yeah. it is an event unlike any other, obviously, that people are familiar with. Um Patrick Reed, for instance, you know, he can suck all he wants over at Live. He comes over to Augusta and he gets a top 20 finish. It might have even been better than that. But I just I'm not a fan of he's still so fucking arrogant. Like he doesn't compete in any live event. Does like his best finish is like fucking 40th or something like that. Like he yeah. does. Uh, yeah. He does like, that's like how he's kind of always been, even on the PGA tour. That's how he's been though. Like he kind he kind of steps up for the majors. Like he's never been like a necessarily a great performer in like the regular PGA events, even when he was playing on the PGA tour, he always just like shows up for majors. And part of me feels like this might be biased. Cause I heard this on like another, on another show, but like, I almost feel like live is a good thing for him because he's kind of playing a little bit less golf. He doesn't have to give a fuck about live and he's still getting that. paid. But, well, but then but, he, then he comes to the, like he cares about the majors. So we can just step, step on people's throats for the majors. Great. Listen, I don't love Brooksy. I, I had him in a pool. I wanted 200 bucks. I, he was the reason I was able to win our league because whoever, I don't know who had him on their team, but he doesn't get FedEx cup points. So me having Vic in second, that allowed me to win the fantasy league. I love, I love him right now for that reason, but not a Brooks Kepka fan. Yeah, I just it none of it makes sense to me. Like, um, if you wanted to go down, not you, it like if if it wanted to be argued down the road of well, he only tries at majors. Well, that that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I don't think it's a, he only tries no, at majors. But I think why he only like he... gets up for majors. You know what I mean? Like he only gets like it's almost like he only like tries. you got like, tries it's the word i mean you can't tell me he's going out there and being a middle of the pack player against people like his brother and right. then he comes out there and he can be in the top of a field with the best players in the world like yeah I, it just that doesn't make sense i get that you can like you can get more hyped about things but 
you're clearly not trying because what are you doing in? Yeah. I think it's just like, he's, uh, I think, I, I don't know. I think it's just that he doesn't give, he doesn't care. Like, I, I, I would, I would put not caring I, and not trying as fucking synonyms. Yeah. But I would say he doesn't try because he doesn't care. Or maybe not even. I don't know. But I think we're kind of saying the same thing, but in a different way, essentially. But I, no, I completely. My problem with Brooks is just like the way he carries himself. He just makes himself hard to like. And I feel like people are like, ever since like the full swing episode, people are like, oh, like I feel bad for Brooks. Like, honestly, like watching the full swing episode, I like Brooks even less than I already did. Courtney, I, had, I just had to yes. watch him and his fucking his wife interact with each other. She, oh and she's just as intolerable as he as he is. Yeah, Courtney hates Brooks Kepka. She, she and she doesn't really watch golf. She's seen him and just by looking at him, she's like, oh my god, he looks like a tool. But she saw she saw the the um, first swing episode, and I she said so many times like she's just mimicking Jenna. She's like. Well, I slid into his DMs and I'm like, yeah, honey, come on. You watch shows on Bravo up and down their roster. Like, you can't shit on this. This is literally what you watch um, with your right. Vanderpumps and your Jersey show. Like, it's so, but getting back to it, like, so when people from the outside that aren't even like into golf just like see him for his personality, like, and they don't like him either. I mean, I respect that he's a good golfer. I would say I have mixed emotions about whether or not I would want to see him on the Ryder Cup. Now, I could argue both ways. I, I really could. You know, I can argue both ways about fucking everything. But I think that there are some guys in the locker room that probably don't like him. I think he's. Yeah, he, he is very much like a polarizing character, but I also think he's kind of tight with like I saw like uh so, well JT, he lives down posted in on Instagram. He lives down like, like with with a bunch of those guys. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he's not friends with some of them, but right. you've had other outspoken players say, like, I don't want them playing in any of our events, like Billy Horschel. I'm not saying Billy right. Horschel's gonna be on the Ryder Cup team, but I'm just saying, like, there have been statements by players like that and i'm trying to like think of who would be on the Ryder cup team that would want brooks there like i think jt is a guy that would want brooks there but like somebody like scheffler for example like i feel like scotty wouldn't want brooks there you know what i mean i'm sure he i'm sure if he was like if it was a anonymous vote i'm sure scheffler would probably say no if he was asked to his face he'd probably like i don't care whatever could help the team win but if someone like same sort of thing about like Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed is a, is an amazing team golf player when it has come to Ryder Cup and President's Cup. But while he's suing half the people on the fucking, oh, I PGA think he tour, would be like, the least well received. Like I would think he would be the least well received of the qualified to potentially go. You know what I mean? Definitely. You know whose opinion I, I would I, that like was to an hear? Easy one. Yeah, I guess I'm just stating that. You, yes. you know whose opinion I would like to hear on having live guys on the Ryder Cup is like Max Homa. Because I feel like he's not a guy that's like close with any of those guys on live, but also he's not like a super... Or Kisner. Yeah, like they're not like a super like hard like line in the sand kind of like I would like to hear like their opinion on it. Oh, I feel like Kisner could be similar to like a Horschel. Like he could just get like throw a throw a big dip in and just just like you know fuck that. I yeah. <laughs> like I, I I don't know, 
but it, it it's well, a I'm tough, curious to see what happens with it. Yeah. And because it's not for any money, it's a tough um, argument to like draw the line in the sand of like, you know, you left us and you went and took all this money to play. Well, this, this event isn't for money. So it like drawing yeah. the liver. And it's not like a PGA event. It's run by the PGA of America though. The U the Ryder Cup? I don't think it is. I think that's the whole argument about it is that like it's not a PGA run or PGA sanctioned event. Oh well, and also the PGA of America and the PGA tour are completely different entities. So I think that's what makes makes a big difference here. Um could be am I incorrect? So the European Tour Group, the PGA of Great Britain, the Confederation of Professional Golf. It's I, I guess it's a no, oh, I'm sorry. The PGA America owns the rights of the Ryder Cup when the competition is held in right. the United States. Worldwide. Oh, so yeah. So PGA America only has the so, I don't think like, I gave a P- clear answer there. This PGA is of Google America is like who puts on the PGA championship, though. Like it's not the PGA tour. They're different entities. And like so they need the to get new acronyms of- because the, the shit are you gonna the Seth Waugh thing is that you're gonna give me right now? No, the director of the Ryder Cup is Guy Kinnings, who's the deputy and CEO and Ryder Cup director and DP World Tour. This is like from LinkedIn. <laughs> this is what oh, Google's oh. giving me is like the top information about did, who runs the Ryder Cup. Did you see what Seth Waugh came out and said though? No, he he said like if if Brooks Kepka like qualifies, he will be on the team. Like this, like yesterday. I think I'm sorry. Isn't it? Isn't it uh, Zach Johnson's decision? No. If he if he qualifies in the top six, doesn't like the so the, the, captain, the top six automatically qualify in like the points. Like oh, if you're like in the top six of the I thought you still race, had to be selected. I thought points. Were no, just kind of like, no, no. There's captains' picks. I think it's like I think ten people go on the team. Or it's either ten or twelve. The top six are like auto qualifiers, and then the rest are captains' picks. Yeah, probably. well, right now I'm pretty sure he's number two. Uh, in he, he is, in and that's points. what that's what. Granted, it, he will be dropping pretty quickly because there's going to be sixteen more events that everyone else plays, and he's going to play in two of them. Yeah, when's the Ryder Cup? September, right? September, Usually, September, I think. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is like it, for him to be in second place, like I think it shows how valuable the majors are for those points because he he pre- obviously performed well in the first two majors thus Last far. Last week is September first week. It was September twenty fifth to October first. Okay, cool. Um, no, I'm I'm kind of curious to see, and, and it, it will be really interesting if that happens. If like the live guy, I, I'm, my biggest takeaway is that like live guys are performing in the majors, like not all of them but like the guys that like were were players that like you you knew their names when they left like like they're still good golfers you know what i mean not all of them but yeah well, well so like I, yeah but we're like talking who? about we're, we're talking about patrick reed bryson DeChambeau, dustin johnson and brooks Kepka. that's it right, right? Well, well that's kind of what i'm saying and like even like i mean phil nicholson finished what third in the masters i think Top five, at so, least. yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my previous point about Phil Mickelson and the Masters. That mm. he's played the Masters no, like that's 25 fair. fucking times. Um, it. 
but I don't think Taylor Gooch made the cut. I well, no, you know what? It's not even important because I think that the way the golf course played was just so hard. Like there were a yeah. lot of really good golfers that didn't make the cut. Um, I'm not gonna say Dude, that there really... were people that made the cut that finished like 20 over. Oh, Did you see? yeah. Like, was, was... I mean, there were guys that besides the paycheck, they made the cut and they're like, oh, this is gonna get ugly. This is gonna be like the wor- the highest round of golf I've ever shot. Like um, yeah, the the picture of JT just putting with his wedge with the hat on backwards is just. It, I feel like it kind of summed up Saturday of of the PGA Championship. You know what's wild too? When like you're doing that, and each one of your putts is worth like thirty eight thousand dollars. It's like, yeah, I got money like that. Yeah, totally got money like that. <clears throat> um, but I mean, how many guys even finished under par? Like, I probably less than ten. There was only eight under par going into Sunday, or I think even or better uh, okay. going into Sunday. Um, but yeah, man, that course played so difficult. I really enjoyed watching it because I, to me, I understand New York is not New England, but to me, that's New England golf, you know, Northeast golf. Yeah, Donald, yeah. Uh, um, Donald Ross design. Um, they were complaining about the winds. This, those are the wins we fucking get up here. All right. Like it, I, and Kev, I would really just love to play some of the places that they play in the conditions that they play when yeah. it's just like two miles an hour, just constantly like just a light breeze in your face, like, or any which way. We constantly up here in the Northeast will get anywhere from 15 to 20 plus mile an hour winds for an entire round. And yeah, we're not getting no PCC. There's no scoring adjusted situation going on in the gin app dude i didn't know cam smith snuck into the top 10 really five live guys in the top 20 actually mito Pereira is in the top 20 this is shocking to me i didn't like i haven't really like analyzed the leaderboard much lately or much at all like since this since the end of the tournament but yeah there's some interesting guys up here Tommy Fleetwood top 20. I think you were saying you were going to be touching on that. Tommy very got great vibes about Tommy. He's playing so well. He might win this week. I know. I'm really curious to see what this, this week's tournament looks like, but no, either way, I didn't really get to watch much of the tournament overall, but um, it was a bit of a, it seemed like it was a bit more of a landslide than the, the final score reflects of, uh, because at one point I looked over on Sunday and I feel like with like a couple holes to go, Brooks was leading by like five, wasn't he? No, 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 he, no, I don't No, It, it never okay. got that crazy. Could be wrong. I, I thought, I mean, I thought your vision could have been a little bit blurry, Kev. It's completely, my vision was blurry all fucking weekend, Brian. And I can tell you that much right now. Um, So this is going to come up in debate and conversations because of how well, the guys that have gone to live and decided to play non-competitive golf are playing competitive golf. Um, that uh, when, what sort of decision should be made on world golf rankings uh, and world golf ranking points? So I don't think live should get world golf ranking points for their tournaments. No, I completely agree. Um, I think if they wanted to change the way they played golf and did 72 holes and made them uh, not, we just choose who we want in the tournaments and you allowed it people to get in based on merit and 
things like that. Like essentially, if they overhauled the entire league and the, and the format of it, Dude, I would. The be thing okay is, live golf could totally just add one more day and still like the shit that makes them different. Like it's so the like, day do the shotgun and that start. it's non-competitive. Like they just choose right. who's in the league. Like there's no right. qualifications. Right. The, the big thing, I think the big thing that I'd say those are the them is I think that live gar- golf seems to target more uh, like watching it on TV is tough because like too much, hap- too much is happening at the same time. But it's only, when have it you seen it to- on TV? I when they no like when I when they were on like YouTube originally or whatever. Okay. But like I, I was too much say. is happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm not on the CW. Too much is happening at the same time. And like the shots happen like in rapid succession too quickly. But I do feel like going to a live event would probably be fun. Like I, I agree. every hole is being played on, like everybody's on the course at the same time. Like they're playing music. Like it's more of like a, it's like a festival to go to a, a live golf tournament. And like, I feel like they, they need to leverage that more than anything. And if they just added one more day, like, so what keep your shotgun start, who gives a fuck. And like, that would probably appease half the people. Do I ever think they would be anything close to the PGA tour or do I think they would ever be successful in being still being a league in five years? No, but I think they would maybe get golf like world golf ranking points at that point. Yeah. I just, I, I agree with you. I just think there's too many things that are going against them. I don't, I don't know necessarily if the shotgun start is one of the things that really matters. I think the bigger things are the amount of um, holes that they're playing and that it's not, um, there's no merit on there needs to be a qualifying system. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it's definitely unfortunate that, you know, some of these players are going to lose out on uh, the opportunity to play in major soon. Like Taylor Gooch, he's, he's probably fucked um, because he hasn't won anything come in the top 10 in anything. And, so he's done, but like Bryce, he is the Brooks. total punching bag for like the PGA defectors that went to the live tour, dude. He's such an idiot because oh, yeah. he was so outspoken about it. And like he was outspoken, like for a guy like Bryson or Brooks or DJ, like someone that's like had like great success to like be outspoken and try to take a stance. Like that's one thing, but like, dude, like you haven't really done anything and you're just trying to be a hardo and like you're hoping like your big brothers are going to come and protect you when everybody starts talking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean the the top guys or the big names DJ Reed, um, Mickelson, Brooks, and uh, Cam. Hmm? Cam Smith. Yes, uh, and I'm, there's one more. I think I'm forgetting. But it's they, funny, like Cam. They've the got best. exemptions, right? So they're not. It's not really like a big deal for them. But you know, Kev, I have thought about the Cam Smith thing. Um, and I talked to a guy down in Augusta flex um, while at the masters this year about it. And the thing is he left when his stock was the highest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. So you know, let's just think about other situations. Like we've seen player and I'm, this isn't me bashing Cam Smith, but we've seen players come out and play a year of good golf. And yeah. then it goes away two years ago. Golf. Like I'm not saying that is Cam Smith, but it's not like he's like everyone thought like he's going to win every live tournament. Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, like, like, yeah, like, I mean, granted, both of those guys are kind of making comebacks right now, but they were like the next thing. And then they just kind of fell off the planet for a while. 
and they care about golf. Well, Ricky, right. R- Ricky was probably questionable. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's one of those things where when it was Cam Smith's the biggest grab after he won the tour championship. Fuck. Yeah, he was, uh, or yeah, not the, not the tour champion. Uh, I, I can't, I can't fault him at all. No, I, I, he, especially when he's open about like, yeah, I golf's all right. Um, so I, I just want to like fish with my with mates my and drink a couple of lagers. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I don't really care. Um, I right. just hate the divide. It sucks that you know, when we have elevated events, Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson aren't in the field. I don't give a right. shit about Patrick Reed or Phil Mickelson, but it, it it sucks that Cam Smith isn't gonna tee it up. Like it's just it's unfortunate that these majors we get we've gotten such great golf in these majors, and then it just turns into oh, this is how the live guys did, this is how the PGA guys did, yeah, blah 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 blah. And it's like, can't we all just recognize how unfortunate it is that we're only going to get this four times a year now? Where I understand that the PGA changed their schedule because of live, but if live then dissolved now. And the PGA kept their format and these guys were allowed back on. We would have 15 events each year plus four majors. So 19 events where we're getting the best golf. Like, Kev, I would make our fantasy golf league just those 19 events. Like, fuck the farmers, fuck the yeah. Wyndham, fuck like the John Deere. Sick Love if you. they did like Sorry. a DJ. It would be sick if they did almost like um like a world golf series where it's like it's like the four majors, but then there's like maybe another like four, five, six tournaments that are just like the top, I don't know, ten guys from PGA. Top ten. I mean, I guess like number ten on PGA is way rather than number ten on live, but obviously when are we gonna do this? When what, what, what I guess yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like that's the problem <laughs> with golf. Like it's so fucking long. There's too many tournaments, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I I mean 52 weeks a year. If I'm asking them to play 20 tournaments, that's not very much. No, it, it would almost be cool if there was like an end of season series that was like, oh, like only the top five or from whatever, from like DP World Tour, top five from PGA Tour, top five from Live. And well, like they, they qualify <clears throat> and then they have to like play for like one million dollars <laughs> well i think the big uh at the end of the year what they're doing is the league in set after the fedex cup championship i think it's oh, the yeah. rest of the players and then maybe people from dp world tour and corn fair tour like then i think that league is for people that are competing for their spot next season yeah but now there's also going to be like the tiger and rory league that they're playing in a stadium and it's yeah but none like, of those guys would wow. play and are going to play in those events to begin with anyone yeah this will be only for people outside the top 75 or top 100 yeah um, everyone else I, I mean joel damon's probably like fuck this i'm taking a three-month vacation you know how good well, 70th pays that's the thing and, and i think the thing with golf is like People keep trying to make more of it, and I almost feel like to make it better, you might need less of it because well, there's too much golf going on. Like there's too many tournaments, there's too many. Le- it's it's just like too, and like the guys are like worn out, and especially with like the new structure with the elevated versus non elevated events, and these guys now have to play. Like you can see, like Rory obviously, like basically like 
quit the tour over the last couple of weeks. You know, what he's like, I mean? you think like, I care like, about, the, you know, if you don't play, you're going to lose $3 million. You think I fucking care? I, right. I put $3 million in Poppy's college fund. He's like, like, I made that in interest last week, bro. Yeah. Get off my back. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that the way the schedule is this year, they're playing too much golf. Um, but yeah, over a year, like the, the this is where the problem also comes in because of the schedule. After September, like really once football starts, like football is in the FedEx Cup playoffs the first couple of weeks. Once yeah. that ends, you've got October, November, December, January. You might play Bezozo or something, but like that's that right there is already four months. Um, and then people don't really come back until the waste management. Um right in February. So like there is a lot of time off that you can take from golf. It's just obviously you need to fucking practice. You can't it's not like acting or or something like you you have to practice your craft. You can't just like yeah, just I, I'd oh. almost rather them do like a um you know what would be sick is take like a little uh do like an all-star break, just like in like the middle of summer, a month off from the PGA tour. And they just do like maybe like one, one small event or something like that. That's only for like the top of the top kind of thing to compete in. And it's like right in the middle. Then there's two weeks on either end of it. Like almost like split it into two seasons versus giving them three months off in the middle, in the middle of winter. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't yeah, know what the solution I, is. Well, there's, I mean, but like they're just like, they're back to back to back to back to back every fucking week. It's a lot. Yeah. I just, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that, there's no interest in trying to compete with the NFL. Um, it's just not good business. That's yeah. That's um, true. And not just the NFL, you know, football in general, college. I wasn't really thinking about it for that regard. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It's also like baseball playoffs are starting around that same time too. Well, baseball's at night. Like, it's just like other, other sports that people <clears throat> care about are like, happening yeah, yeah, no, like, no, for sure. Um, oh. but, uh, no, so we'll we'll see how it goes. I don't. We we both agree. We don't think that they should uh, get any uh, world golf ranking points until they make some serious changes. But um, the the guys have been pretty impressive. Um, it's funny you mentioned. So Kenny uh, had Brooks Kepka on his team for fantasy, but <clears throat> he came in like second to last in birdies or something like that. And Brooks was his only guy. Did he place. No. Did he like come in the top no, three? No, he came in like oh seven. When, when he told me he had Brooks, I just looked at the birdies or better and he had either two or three points. And I was, I just texted him back. I was like, you're not placing. And I was like, I'm, well, I, let me just tell you right now before you like apparently drive your car into a telephone pole. Um, yeah. It's, you're, you're not going to place. It takes, it, it's a lot more than that. And I do think, Kev, it might be because we have rosters of six now than five. We've seen so much disparity in this. Because yeah. of the amount, because of the roster uh, um, construction, but it like I mean it makes sense it, it, if you're getting we have eleven people in the league the most points you can get per category is eleven and no one else can get it's eleven ten nine or or whatever yeah if you're coming in <laughs> almost dead last in one of the categories. It doesn't you matter if you win every other category. The person right behind you is going to beat you. The person right behind them is going to beat you. Um, right. So it's unfortunate. We've just seen it a couple times where the person who has the winner 
has a team that only one or two guys made the cut and they have nothing else to to get him points. And Dude. once again, they're on live, so he gets no FedEx Cup points. Um, he I yeah. just saw he picked up Bryson DeChambeau out of fit, free agency. I he he can keep picking up these guys that don't get FedEx Cup points. I promise you this: if Brooks Kepka wins the next event and Bryson DeChambeau comes in second, and those are the only two guys he has to make the cut, he will still not place. I guarantee it. I just I know how it works. Yeah, he'll get eleven for two categories. And then everyone else would be in Zeros. play for top tens, and right. he would get he would come in last for FedEx Cup points. He'd he'd right. get a one. So right. he you'd come in uh, at the bottom of the pool for birdies. You'd come at the bottom of the pool for FedEx Cup points. It wouldn't matter if you were at the top for a win and a top for money. You'd maybe right. get sixth place. And I always forget about the FedEx Cup points thing like while i'm watching the tournament like i had when you said i was in first i was shocked and then i started looking at it and i was like well no like that makes like victor obviously victor hoppin came in second and i think maybe not all my guys but like i think i had like one guy missed the cut so like everybody was in play oh, and helps. i i was up there in in a, it, that's how you get up there in birdies you well, guys make the cut and they're making birdies on the weekend especially in an event having all your all six of your guys make the cut where if you shoot even, you're gaining strokes on the field. Like that's yeah, that's huge because there were some guys that would play and get no birdies. Um, right. It was yeah. I mean, for the week last week, um, you came in second for mo- John came in first for the mo- most amount of birdies, seventy one. You had sixty seven. I had sixty three. So just for comparison, the week before, um, Mike Price had the most at one hundred and seventeen. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so it, it's just there are different uh, areas that you have to be. You have to be strong cumulatively. Now, it, it will still help getting a win overall in the season, but Steve kind of sucks, so he's really going to need to step it up. No, it's not. He's right there with me. My team kind of sucks. But... What, are, what's the, what are the current um, standings at? So the standings, they're not very favorable to the guy running the league, which is quite annoying, um, I must say. Um, So I am, why don't I just go in order? Mike Price is sitting in first over Pat by half a point. Yeah, Mike is at 48 and a half. Pat is at 48. You're sitting at 38 and a half. John is sitting at 37 and a half. I am at 35 and a half sitting in fifth place and then Nellie's at 33 and a half Kenny Nate Derm Jack Johnny mm. who uh yeah so <clears throat> listen I got some work to do to need and I, I need to get back into the top three Pat and Mike have really been cleaning up all year so that's definitely they really have cool. they're so dumb they're like really on like their own in their own zone up there. I know. I, I just need to get on the board with a win. Um, that's a that's huge right now. I just need to get on the board with a win. Um, but looking forward to is, the... Is this an elevated event? No, right? No, it is not, Kevin. No, it is not. There's kind of a weird mix of people playing in it. Well, so you're going to have... Like, you're talking about, like, Scheffler and Spieth and... Well, like I have Hovland and Spieth playing and Scheffler's playing. Like there's like some big names playing, but then there's also like 
uh, uh, there, there's also a fair amount of guys that just aren't playing, I guess. So, like, I couldn't figure out. The Normally event's in Texas. Okay. So, um, Speed's going to play. Texas guys are going to play. Yeah, exactly. Will Zalatoris will not be playing. No. Poor guy. Eh, he'll be all right. I miss Willie Z. Eh, he's, he's a guy I enjoy watching You can golf. pick him up anytime you want. Yes. I'm good. Um, well, I'm glad to hear you're good. Um, why don't we, while we're still talking about the PGA Championship, even though we're not talking about the PGA Championship and we're talking about who is good and who is not good, why don't we talk about our bets from last week, Kev? And yeah, then run we- us down, Bri. Okay. So I, once again, so let's just um, acknowledge the fact that I actually haven't gotten gotten a correct pick since the Mexico Open. <laughs> that's not good. It's not good. That ain't right. That's not good. It's okay. It's not good. All right. All. So you so you went zero and three. I went to uh oh oh two and one. Okay. Um, Wyndham Clark over when uh Adam Scott. That I mean that went to f- a fiery hell. Um, uh Matt Fitzpatrick over Cam Smith. That was a horrible pick as well. Um. Clark and Fitzpatrick didn't even make a cut. So those those ended by Saturday. I knew that was a wash. Yeah. And then Fowler over Gooch. Um, neither of them made the cut either. So I'm just over here. So essentially, all three guys that I picked to win their matchup didn't make the cut. And your draw was only because both guys didn't make the cut, essentially, which is funny. Yeah, no. It's not I, like they, they both finished at like four over. <laughs> they just no, yeah, no, no. I, I got you, Kev. I got you. <laughs> Um, so I, I'm not even going to bring this up. What would it matter if one guy finished it 10 over and the other guy finished it 14 over to miss the cut? No, no. I know for betting wise, it wouldn't, but would it make you feel any better? I mean, I'm not the one that needs to be feeling better right now. I think you're the one that needs to feel better. No, I've got Bud Light for that, Kev. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, Mexico Open. Listen, I'm just listen. I went three and zero with the Valspar. That was like three months ago. I'm just yeah. you know, gonna relive that, and and we're gonna hop on that train this week. Kev, you didn't have the best week yourself. Um, no, I didn't. Obviously, you still had a win, um, as you do every. Did I go one and two? You did go one and two. Um, and I was going to say, you've had a correct pick every single week we've done this, but it, the yeah. API, you went 0-3. We both went 0-3 at the API. That was great. Um, yeah. So you had Homa over Hatton. That was no bueno. Uh, you had DJ over Sungjae. That wasn't supposed to rhyme, but that hit. And then you had Rom over Scheffler. No. Rom didn't have a good week. Scheffler hasn't, like, came outside the top 12 been since like november or something like that yeah yeah like i wanted to take him top 10 for uh or top 20 for um or maybe it was top 10 i wanted to take him top 10 for one of our picks but i think he was like minus 164 i was like god damn Mm. he was outside of our range kev outside of the range outside that's sick when you're when you're like negative 60 percent money on a top 10. That's that's disgusting, actually. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, I get it. You just constantly, you know, with the logic, how relatively weak the field is, um, you know, he should have a good shot. Is there anybody that you like um, to win the tournament before we get into our bets? Are there any guys that you're interested in? To win this week. So I I don't really necessarily have any. Let, let me go to it. So I was looking at it earlier. I didn't necessarily have any guys that were like kind of like towards like the top end. I'm like, oh, I really see that person winning over somebody else. But there were a handful of guys in the almost like the long shot range that I was like kind of interested in in putting some money. Like Billy Ho is like plus 18,000 to win. Which yeah. like, yeah, which like, doesn't that seem like ridiculously high? It does seem very, very high. Uh, like, do I think Billy Ho is going to win? No, but like, will I throw like two bucks on Billy Ho to win that 18,000? What's Eric Cole at? Dude, I don't know. He sneakily had a sick week at PGA Championship. He, I, I can try to pull it up. really well. Yeah, Billy Ho plus 18,000. Like, Billy Ho is plus 18,000 and Akshay Batia is plus 15,000. Um, and I would think those would at least be switched. Um, but I just, I don't know. I thought they were, I thought those were interesting. Um, but the, I don't know what to make of this tournament. It's just like a really weird mix of people. Like I could maybe see Homa coming out on top. I could see Ricky getting through and getting one this week. Love that. Would love to see it. Would love to see Tommy Ladd get, get a W. Tommy. Oh, Tom. <laughs> I'm like, who's Tommy Ladd? <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I love that. No, I, I can see, I can see Tommy get a lad. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this could be a Tony Finau week. These are like the typical prototypical fields that Tony Finau wins. It might be God another like you said Tony, Tony versus Finau. Scotty. I'm struggling with my one and done. So a one person was kicked out, and so now it's only me and one other person. So one person picked day, they were kicked okay. out. The other person picked Justin Thomas. He hits like a 15 foot putt birdie on Friday to make the cut. Um, yeah, so it's now it's me and one other guy, and uh, I do have Finau left, and I was thinking about it, but I don't he know, just to make the cut just to make the cut, but like, I also like Fleetwood, I also like, I was kind of leaning Justin Rose. Oh, I think Rose would be a great pick. Well, and it's not just make the cut, like, I want these guys, I, I want the best money possible too, because the the year so standings, it's all. This course too is also not like a super long course, and if I remember correctly, it's kind of like a like a shot make. Like I, I think Fleetwood would actually be a great pick because it's kind of like a shot maker's course. We're agreeing on Fleetwood right now. Yeah, let's do it. Put it in. Just gotta confirm. Whereas, like, I'd rather reserve Tony for some sort of like bombers paradise, if that makes Check sense. My one and done data. But I also think Justin. Oh, Rose I picked Tommy Fleetwood already. I, I don't think Justin Rose is a bad pick. All right. Well, thank God because I already picked Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. Okay. Think I think we're gonna go Rose. I like that. It'd be Rose or Finau. Eric, and also by the way, Eric Cole is plus seventy five hundred to win. Is that what you were asking before? Yeah, seventy five to one. Yeah, I'd throw. I, I I'd like him to couple shekels on him. I mean, dude, he was he was had a two stroke stroke lead the PGA Championship. Then the rain fucked him. And, well, I mean. It was going to hit him hard anyways, but he had to then start his next day on the sixth hole, which was the toughest. Well, Scotty Scheffler called it the toughest golf hole he's ever played in his life. Yeah. Eric Cole goes out, shoots a double bogey on that. And then, and then it's all gone from there. Yeah. Not, not, not what we're looking for. Um, You know, another 
guy I like here is uh, Ryan Fox, plus 8,000. I feel like he's going to win a tournament this year. Yeah, Price just picked him up, too, out of free agency. I was really jealous of that pickup. And he just got um, his tour card, right? Well, it's um, like his it's full a, membership exemption. So uh, by the end of the year, so next year, he will have a PGA tour card. Got it. Okay. But he will get, he, he is no longer, he no longer has an exemption to the amount of events he can be invited into. Got it. He doesn't have um, limited status or whatever it's called. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good pickup. Um, I don't disagree with that. So um for the week for for my picks I oh, yeah. um well the last couple weeks I've went with matchups and I haven't won a fucking thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to switch it up. Okay. I'm going to do a parlay. <clears throat> with the winner a top 5, a top 10, a top 20 and a top 30. This is going to pay out $39,000 to one, Kev. It's a lock. Um, so quick question. We had said plus 500 was worth three points. Was that correct? I think so. Or was it? Yeah. Was it I think it was plus 400. Plus 400. I thought plus 400 was worth two. We'll have to go back to the tape. But my question is, what if I take a pick worth plus 1500 can i get three out of that sure okay i don't have anything for you this week but good to know um what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be riding real hard with my guys this week um i'm taking ricky fowler top 30 tommy fleetwood top 30 and because justin rose is gonna be our um our guy top 30 all of those are plus not plus all of those are minus 140 and those are your three picks for the week. Got to be. Your three life in the rough picks. Got to okay. be. We're going to cool. get right back on the right track with the Charles Schwab. Um, and I know where we're at in our season long. It's pretty embarrassing for me. I'd really rather. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. All right. We'll talk, no, about, it. We'll talk about it next week when you make up some ground. So <laughs> I am 11, 26, and two, and you're 19, 18, and two. Okay. So I'm eight okay. back in the uh in the win column there. Um, okay. Um, um I am I put these picks in earlier today, and now that I'm looking at them, these are actually um kind of reflective of my thoughts on potential winners. But I'm gonna take Siwoo Kim to uh-huh. beat Min Woo Lee over the course of the tournament. So I had that originally. Okay. Um I had picked all matchups originally, and then okay. I went back and looked at my history, and I was like, I suck at these. We got to switch it up. But I'm glad that you um, – at least you were thinking that. At least, oh, shit. Actually, I don't know. Now you're going to get it right, and I didn't even pick it. Ugh. I think it's funny because I feel like you normally do, like, top 20s or whatever, and then last week you switched to the matchups, and those didn't work out. Now you're right back to the top 20s. Last top week 30. I did the matchups. The week before I did round one matchups. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Just, um, I'm, I'm not doing good, so. Got it. Um, okay, so you got me for Siwoo Kim versus Min Wule over yeah. the course of the tournament. Okay, uh, my next pick. I'm going to take Ryan Fox over Brian Harmon for the tournament. 
like Foxy's plus money there. I thought that was kind of interesting too. Although I can see this this course shaping up well for Harmon. I like Fox a little bit more. Um, and then I have two other picks in here. I gotta decide which one I want. Well, while you're deciding, I think Fowler over Burns was one that I really uh, also liked. Okay, well, one of my picks is actually Burns over Fowler. So let's take that. <laughs> let's take that. Burns over Fowler. Love it. Yep. Oh, I really hope that one hits. Is that one worth two just because you said that? No, I think Burns is... Uh... Fowler's favored. Yeah, but what's Burns? Like plus, plus 100. Yeah, yeah. even more. barely favored. My, my, um, I'll give you my other one, but this is not counting towards our 3v3 competition. I have uh, Homa to beat Morikawa for the tournament. Okay, all plus, right. Plus 115. Well, we locked them in. We'll see how it goes next week. Um, yeah. Kev, I only played a little bit of golf. This was actually surprising for me. Went up to Vermont for the weekend with the family. Yeah, I saw um, that. And was able to play a Blush Hill Country Club. Actually, a nice little track in Waterbury, Vermont. Um, nine nine hole course. Um, okay. Par, par thirty three. Nice. Um, yeah, like an executive, so, if you will. Kind of. Yeah, no par five. Halfway, but okay. Yeah, three par threes, six par fours, no par five. Cool. Okay. Um, no, but it was fun. Super small greens. Like, I feel like the greens were only twice the size of my office. Like, yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Ended up shooting. I ended up shooting seven over. Shot a forty. Um, a forty sounds okay. a lot better than seven over. So we'll just say, yeah, just say shot, you shot a forty. Shot, shot forty. Yeah, shot a forty. First time out on the course. Uh, they didn't have logo balls. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. Do they have a cool logo? I wouldn't know. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a mountainous logo. I mean, that's a super old school. Well, established right in there. 1941, Kev. We've got we've got sponsors all over the thing. We got the reservoir. That's a local track of I've seen one. and I actually went to the reservoir for a drink. How was that? It was good. The, it was good. the the True Value Waterbury Hardware Store. Oh yeah, I love that. How was the how was the course? Uh, was it in nice shape? Yeah, it it really wasn't that bad. The greens were rolling very nice. I mean, there okay. were they certainly. Uh, have to get out there and do some work because in some of the holes there's like boulders not like yeah. huge boulders maybe three foot tall four foot long um yeah. but they're all they're all weed whacked manicured around um so no the course was in pretty nice shape i got out before i i'm checking in and the guy's like oh you're you're a little early for your tea time i was like yeah i mean i can go whenever he's like well there's 15 um teenagers uh in a learning class that are about to go off would you like to go in front of them yeah why would you even ask me listen here uh spencer is it yeah listen here spencer if you put one of those fucking kids on t1 before i am stretched out swung the yellow whip stick a few times and ready to go we're gonna have problems okay that would be the worst case scenario if you went out behind them i would have to leave i would have to leave yeah i got out because it was charlotte's nap time this was a perfect planned situation. The golf course was literally two minutes away from the hotel. Okay. I mean, it was definitely staying there again. Um, 
it was extremely convenient. Um, but yeah, was able to get out um, after or before them. And I was behind a threesome that they were just doing their own thing on nine whole tracks. You're not really going to like play through. People are just kind of doing their own thing. But I went out as a single. So I just hit a couple balls here and there. Like I, oh, yeah. it was, it was a lot of fun to practice. Um, and it was just good to get out because it had been two weeks since I'd played previously. So um, yeah. it was good to get out. I you needed to get out there. First things I packed in the, in the car, uh, put the clubs down and then covered them with, uh, you know, a, uh, a stroller and then another stroller and then put our luggage in and then some pillows. And, uh, you know, in the don't end, even know they were there. Funny, you know, there's a golf course, right? You know, why don't you go play nine? You know what? I actually do have my clubs in the, I actually brought them. What are the no, odds? I, I, yeah, and my cleats. And yeah, no. Did you, did you pack these? Did no, you it's pack a pinned, honey. Of course it's charged. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I brought golf clothes and go, no, no, we're fine. Yeah, no. The belt I'm wearing is actually a golf belt. Yeah, no, we're good. Um, I'll see you in two hours. Oh, uh, my God. It, it was great. What a play. What a play out of you. Impressed yeah, by that. It was great. Brought the drone out. Did a little uh, Vermont drone footage. Um, I haven't seen this footage yet. We're going to have to get that out um yeah it wasn't much it wasn't much but uh i did get a cool shot of me putting uh the ball to about five feet from 105 yards nice um they, let me tell you kev people were wowed by the drone i'm i'm just oh, i bet i, I i'm sure i'm sure the moose were coming out of the woodwork to look at that thing well you know i was a bit nervous going country. over the trees because I, I i was like god god forbid a gust comes and just blows yeah. me down and then shiver me timbers so I was using it by the green, using it to tee off. People were just like, what is that? Is that a, is, is a swarm of bees? Is it bzzz? Yeah. No. The teenagers were all running amok. They were confused. They weren't sure what to look at. Yeah. They were, they were, very, they were like, is he drinking beer? Yeah. And flying and driving all at the were same you drinking, time. Drinking uh, heady toppers, focal bangers. What are you drinking up there? Uh, focal bangers. Uh, I'm a focal banger over a heady topper guy. Um, but on the course, I actually had Bud Lights that day. Nice. You know what? Are you I also you're a focal tried? banger guy over a heady topper. Yes. Yes. Same. Easily. Easily. And, and you know, a lot of people disagree. I I don't know if that's commercialism, um, or not. I just I think the vocal banger tastes better. Heady Topper, yeah. There's a little bit more booze, but there's a little bit more lose. As I in love, flavor. I mean, I'm not sure what that means, but I, I I see what you're saying. I'm a more just more of a focal banger guy. Like it a little bit better, more palatable yeah. for my, for your boy here. Absolutely. Um so a little shot a little 40 on nine. I uh I also got out. I got to play 18, uh, as discussed, went on the uh the, the bachelor party down to Destin, Florida last weekend. Just notching uh, states off our belt, just notching another so state off the belt. It's it's funny. So the Pats were texting. We got the the group chat. I've barely played with the Pats this year. Pat Tats is like, Oh, we're gonna play Saturday. Can everybody play Saturday? I'm like, I can't play Saturday. And he's like, He's like, Bro, are we ever gonna play together again? Oh I'm my like, god, I'm calm like, down. I'm like, relax, relax, like, relax. But either way, I'm like. I feel like I haven't been playing a lot of golf this year, obviously relative to last year, except I put a buttload of golf. So many different courses. And then, and then I responded to them. I was like, it's weird. I feel like I'm not playing a lot of golf, but I've played at 11 different golf courses in four different States thus far this year. So I'm, I'm just like, 
<laughs> I'm not playing a ton, but I'm managing to get around when I'm playing. So yeah, um, either way, down in Destin, Florida, the plan was to play 36. We had a big group playing in the afternoon. Me and my buddy Griggs were going to play uh, play in the a.m. and early morning, like a 7 a.m. tea time. Boys had a late night. Actually, everybody had a late night on Saturday. Uh, didn't go to bed until about 4, 430 couple too many sodas so did not make the 7 a.m tea time unfortunately um from what i heard there was a poll going on whether or not i was going to be making the uh the 7 a.m tea time which so, whoever voted no won that poll do you have any insight as to how early the poll started probably pretty late i mean okay we went we, we had a late dinner i mean we had one person that didn't even go out drinking after dinner and they got home at like 12 30 so it was it was it was late it probably it, it, it probably started late but no i did i did not make that tea time much to the chagrin of myself but we did get to the afternoon tea time and i had my worst round of the year shot a 90 um i did have one birdie a little par three not not an island green but basically like the fringe of the green ran right up to the water. I had to carry all the water, stuck it to like, I don't know, eight feet, poured in the putt. Um, but just Easy. played a horrible round. I I started par par. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I have something cooking here. And then I completely topped my drive on three, put it into the water, ended up making a quad. That wasn't good. Um, made a double on the next hole another double two holes later it was just i was party golf yeah it, well ex exactly that was the thing too like i didn't really give a, a little sandbag like, are you yeah the amount of doubles i was having out there was i think i probably had four doubles and a quad on the front like i shot i shot 45 45 you know not not my typical game but it was fun played the raven uh was the name of the golf course at sandestin golf resort it's this place that they have like four different courses there which i feel like that's just like a wow. florida thing if you go somewhere in florida they're gonna have at least two courses for you to play um well they're usually so. surrounded by condos so like it's just a, a shit ton of land that is outside the 100 so it was either every single hole was either lined with condos or it was lined with water or it had water on one side and condos on the other yeah. side um the one thing that i will take away the grass like as i'm playing in these different states this year the grass is just so different like oh yeah it was it was like almost like spongy to the point like the ball would like sit up on it to the point that i felt like i could just like swing underneath my ball and completely miss it it was very interesting uh but it was good to get out it's good to get out brian that's that's all i can ask for these days dude that's awesome i um so i will be in the same boat as you actually, I don't know what your weekend plans are, but by the end of Memorial Day weekend, I will have played 11 different golf courses as well. There you go. And last year, I think I played like five different golf courses. So this is a huge improvement for me. You know, it's a lot can be said by not having a infant uh, child. Um Availability is certainly on the rise. Um, a little bit more flexibility for you this year, it seems. Definitely more flexible. Um, while I'm thinking about it, because I, I don't, um, Beth Page Black just popped into my head, I've got to give a shout out <clears throat> to Jack McGordy, friend of the podcast. Oh, shout him out, shout him out. Um, he played in the MGA Public Links qualifier today and missed the cut by two strokes. He had a par putt on 18 to make the cut, um, missed it, and then his bogey putt just whipped out as it, he knew he missed 
Cut a little tap in and uh, just uh, lipped out. But if he had made that, the uh, next qualifier was a black uh, Beth Page Black, which he's familiar with, and he shot an eighty at uh, from uh, from deep tees with us. So um, that's that's too bad. But Jack certainly played, yeah. fucking ridiculously good golf. So uh, I uh, I won't be surprised to see him and make it past one of those qualifiers real soon. I agree. I agree. He's been playing a lot and play, playing some organized playing tournament or organized golf is just a different animal too. So to perform under the pressure of that shout out, Jack, great player, great guy, good friend of the program. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I have for this week, right? You have anything else for me? Um, no, I mean, I, I I'm going to be playing 18 holes on Memorial day for over at, uh, for a men's club event at Gilead. And then Saturday, I'm going to get out over at Shenacoset. Um Can't wait. Can't wait. Looking forward I to it. I dig that. I um got a half day Friday, so I'll probably try to get out Friday yes. afternoon. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to play Book Monday. the tea time Friday afternoon. Forgot about that. Hell, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to do that. We are loaded, baby. I think I'm, I'm going to be able to play at least 36. I might get even yeah. get like a, a weekend morning round in. We'll see. But hey, I'll report back next week. Dude, so I told you Courtney's going to see Taylor Swift on Friday. Yeah. Swift so her, her sister, uh, she can't go. She's just super pregnant, doesn't want to stay in for five hours. Completely understandable. Yeah. So I sold her ticket on StubHub for her. She paid 100 bucks for the ticket. It's like Section 300 at Gillette. I mean, yeah. uh, Giant Stadium met, met life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guess how much I sold it for? It's gonna be a, a lot of money, right? For Taylor Swift. I mean, I don't like what? I'm guessing like 500 bucks. Yeah. So I listed it for seven seventeen hundred dollars so she could get a fifteen hundred dollar profit. And it sold in 50 minutes. It's disgusting. Wow. It's disgusting. It, so How did she get the ticket for a hundred dollars up front? That's the crazy part. That's just what they cost. So like it's it like back in the day, if you were trying to get like opening day tickets, like through Ticketmaster, yeah. like whatever the tickets caught, like they didn't screw over the initial buyers. It's right. third party sellers is how everyone gets screwed. But uh, yeah, so that shit's ridiculous. I thought the Masters was in. Uh, well, actually, I suppose. Nope, she beat me. She. she Taylor Swift. She better take in, you out to a nice dinner. T- Taylor Swift is bringing in a higher turnaround than the Masters. I don't know what kind of world we're living in, people, but we'll figure it out and we will catch you next week. I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast, and we appreciate you tuning in. See you. Peace.